is Talk About Episode 120. This week we're going over Weekly Shonen Jump, issue number 13. My name is Cole Greco, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? I'm going, I'm doing pretty well. I'm pretty excited for the start of baseball season. Mm-hmm. Because yesterday was the Reds' first spring training game, so I watched a few innings on that of that, and... You know, I'm I'm pretty excited already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you don't get to see like all of the all of the players that you're excited for all at once. You're you're kind of like sifting through prospects and like you know innings where a pitcher gives up six runs. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm I'm still pretty psyched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. I need to figure out how I'm gonna how I'm gonna watch the games this year because I used to get MLB TV for free with my phone plan. But we got a new oh, wow. uh, got a new provider, so now I either have to I'm gonna have to cough up the hundred and twenty hundred and thirty bucks myself, which I probably won't do, or uh, yeah, just kind of <laughs> surf the web for <laughs> for a good spot. Yeah, do it do it the same way that you read manga online. Exactly. Yeah, we need uh need the the baseball decks website. <laughs> That that could be kind of cool, actually. You got you've got like streams of old games online. That I'm would sure be cool. somebody could figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a like someone has done like English commentary over like some Japanese game from like 1995. Man, I I would totally watch that. <laughs> I would pay money for that. Yeah, that'd be kind of sick. <laughs> yeah, there's people in the comments saying uh, the translation here is actually pretty pretty wrong. <laughs> that that would be a improvement over a lot of the comment sections on sports streams online so yeah that's, that's i'll take f- it that's probably fair <laughs> yeah uh yeah look forward to to this episode we got a couple new series we haven't talked about have big uh the big re- or big return of a manga that i know i'm very excited about so oh yeah yeah do we want to hop into uh hop in the table of contents yeah, let's do it. All right, so Lee Coloring cover page goes to One Piece with cover pages for Dear Anemone, Mission Yozakura Family, and then a one-shot Strange Lovers. Um, in the number one spot, we have Witch Watch, followed by My Hero Academia, Blue Box, Sakamoto Days, and then Kagurabachi rounding out the top five. At number six is Elusive Samurai, followed by Me and Roboco. Then we get new series Super Psychic Policeman Chojo. Uh, and then at number eight is a Kanabanashi, followed by Undead Unluck and Kill Blue at number ten. And then our bottom five here are Mama Yu Yu, Nui's Exorcist, Green Green Greens, and Two on Ice and Shadow Eliminators uh, finish off the table of contents with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen being absent. Um, first look, we'll start like a uh, bottom up. Shadow Eliminators, Two on Ice. Love to see those there at the bottom. If we're being yeah, honest, looks like looks like Shadow Eliminators <laughs> is definitely facing elimination. Yeah, which um, a little sad to see Green Green Greens this low too mm-hmm. though. Yeah, but honestly, New Eyes actually just right above it. I'll sacrifice yeah. Green Green Greens if it means we get Shadow Eliminators 2 on Ice and maybe New Eyes Extras out soon. I hope so. And just above that, I noticed Mama Yu Yu is like, mm-hmm. I don't really know if it's on the rise, but it's maintained its position yeah. around like 10, 11 pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about it a bit later, but I think it's kind of on the up and up based on where it is in the story right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's not yeah, it's not in the cellar here. I mean, yeah, by the looks of it, two on ice shadow eliminator is definitely the the next two on the on the chopping block, which I don't know, that that makes sense. They both kinda 
kind of stink. Two on Ice has has some interesting moments, but it's mostly bad. Yeah, they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, other weird stuff. Kill Blue, a little bit low, but really everything that's above it is like, you know, those are all things you can put above it. It kind of feels like, to me, that number that 10 here on the table of contents is kind of the cutoff for, like, yeah. safe series, you know, other than, like, the new ones, maybe. Everything else uh, above it is, like, yeah, those are, those have been around for a while. They sell all right. They, you know, they're not going away anytime soon. But those those bottom five, if you told me that any of those get axed in the next eight weeks, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I think the big surprise here is Kagurabachi getting mm-hmm. the bump from the editorial staff that they kind of alluded to at that live event recently, talking about the Western audience taking a big inf- uh, taking a big interest in the series, and you know maybe the magazine will address that in the future. Well, it looks like it got a top five spot this week. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's getting a color page. Like, I, things are looking pretty good for it. Yeah, yeah. Kagurabachi really uh, rounding into form here. And yeah, we'll talk about it too. But, it, you know, I guess similar to, to Mama Yu Yu, I actually quite enjoyed the past couple chapters. So, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, good, good stuff from, from some of these series. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, any of the other stuff at the top? Nothing else really that crazy. Um, Witch Watch at number one again? That's got to be like its yeah, third it's, or fourth number one yeah. spot this year. Witch Watch just keeps killing it week after week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be interesting to like see how it continues over the rest of the year, but I'll say it's like in terms of consistency goes, it's probably one of the highest ranking series week after week, if not like the highest ranking. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it. Yeah, I think if you were to sort of you know math it out, it's probably like One Piece, yeah. Witch Watch, and then other stuff. Like I don't know if there's anything else. I mean, you know, in issue eleven, it was fourth. Uh, issue ten, it got the lead color page or the the cover page. Issue issue nine, it was first. So I mean, yeah, it's been it's been kind of killing it lately. Which is cool. It's uh, well deserved yeah. from Witch Watch. Witch Watch Z, rather. Exactly. Akanabanashi <laughs> and Blue Box, as usual. Akanabanashi, like, not this week, but in general, like our other two favorite series doing pretty well mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get into some of the more specific chapter discussion here. Do we want to start with the two new series we got? Just kind of get them. Get our thoughts on them out of the yeah. way. So we'll start with uh, Super Psychic Policeman Chojo. This was the one that started last week or last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. last week was the first chapter for that yeah. one. And this is like a kind of a buddy cop comedy thing. And I've got to be honest, I, I'm not really feeling this one at all. It has like, I, I sort of like the art, kind of like the character designs. But man, it is. You want to talk about a lot of text, and the jokes are not not landed for me. I, I wonder if you uh, <laughs> wonder if you feel differently on this one. Well, I think the first chapter I felt a little bit similarly. I'm I'm kind of into this one just for the art itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really look like a Shonen Jump series. The art is a lot like cleaner it's very and anime cuter yeah and like rounder than a lot of the other series in the magazine right now mm-hmm. uh we'll agree with you that it is very wordy and not funny enough to warrant the amount of text per chapter mm-hmm. but 
I can't hate it too much just because I think, especially this most recent chapter, it just looks really cute. I love all the little cats in the last chapter. Yeah. The des- the character designs are pretty appealing and like unique. So I'll I'll give it a shot at least for a little bit longer mm-hmm. just on the strength of the artwork alone. Yeah, we'll say um, I'm I'm glad yeah. that it exists. Uh, you know, just we get another comedy manga. Like I'll take a bad comedy manga over, you know, whatever another Shadow Eliminators any day. Like this, oh, I can at yeah. least flip through and have a little bit of fun. Shadow Eliminators is, you know, it's not even worth kind of clicking the button on the app. Um, yeah so definitely taking points away for originality here because like a cop comedy manga in shonen jump is definitely just trying to like you know sap any of the popularity that coach comedy uh-huh. still has away <laughs> and i mean the main character is i haven't really read too much of psyche k but isn't he kind of just like the same character Maybe I don't know. I haven't I haven't read or watched that uh, either. But yeah, he I know he's like a you know an ESP kind of thing too. Um, this also main character also looks like a looks like a little bit like Blackjack or like I feel like we've seen this character in seven other manga. Yeah, kind of reminds me of the you know main character from Gintama as well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely a little bit. Uh, some of the same kind of mannerism stuff too. Maybe that that's a pretty good yeah. comp actually. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't super into this series, but like I said, you know, would like to see another another comedy manga. I will say I think it probably suffers too from having to go long on the first two chapters. I think when this gets down to like the 18, 19 pages will be better. And ideally I'd like to see it in like that 14 to 15 range that, uh, you know, high school family was me and Roboco was. So, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about Ichigoki's under control. Like the first two chapters, Mm -hmm. I think were a little whack because that series just wasn't made for anything longer than 15 pages. Yeah. But it got better as time went on just because of the limitation mm-hmm. you know, actually being its strength. Exactly. Yeah. And so maybe when we're, I mean, how many series do we have? We've got, well, I guess they rotate series out. So often. I was going to say, if we have a lot of series, then maybe they can kind of cut the, the page count down because they've got so much stuff to put in the magazine. But they they rotate through like Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece, My Hero Academia, all get pretty regular breaks. So there's always something missing from the, ma- at least one series missing from the magazine. So that yeah. probably won't play a part, but, um, all right, let's move on into the, the next one, which is a uh, Dear Anemone. Um, I read this series this morning and yeah, this is a, this is maybe one of the the weirdest ones we've seen in in shonen jump (laughs) like i was not expecting this like chapter at all or this content at all from from the weekly shonen jump well i remember when we did our like yearly predictions episode one of my predictions was that we're gonna see more series in the vein of kagura bachi kind of push the envelope for like violence and gore (laughs) in shonen jump and this one is definitely doing that uh it kind of reminds me this this one also really doesn't look like a shonen jump series no not at all it's kind of looks like a cross between attack on titan Mm -hmm. junji ito a lot of big monsters and body horror and extremely detailed character designs and backdrops yeah and the setting is pretty like pretty nuts too it's set on the galapagos islands where like charles darwin did research 
but in this case, like all of the animals there have evolved into these like Lovecraftian monstrosities. Mm-hmm. I still really like get exactly what the characters here are doing. I think they're trying to like rescue a group of people that had been lost there in the past. Yeah, but, I su- yeah, I suspect the, that's going to be yeah. I suspect that's going to be like one of the big kind of overarching mm-hmm. plot things cuz you know, it's similar to the the setup is very uh reminiscent of uh, hell's paradise that's sort of how how it was mm-hmm. it was kind of the same deal they're sent to this island to like i think they're they're trying to find i don't know exactly what it is but like a you know they're trying to find the fountain of youth kind of thing something like that um so this is a little bit different but it's the same deal where like midway through that series it's sort of like well wait you know you got sent here because of this and you got sent because of this and like you know maybe the people who sent us here are all sort of uh you know, it's kind of this cabal yeah. sort of thing almost. And I bet that's what we're going to get here. I mean, it sort of gets referenced even near the end of this chapter, I believe, where they're talking to mm-hmm. some of the people who sent them there on the boat. But, yeah, this was this was interesting. I'm, I'm also a little bit confused about what exactly happened at the end. Did our main character, <laughs> did our main character die? It, it looked like they should have. Um, but... I can't tell. That is one of the things here. There are a couple characters that look kind of similar. So I was already getting confused by like, yeah, who was who and what was happening to you know which character. But yeah, I don't know. This one, I'm I'm pretty interested to see where where this one goes because it it does look and feel very different from everything else in the magazine. Yeah, it reminds me of those series in Bakamon that would be like pitched by one of the characters but rejected <laughs> because it's too dark or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it looks great. This is some of the best art we've seen from a new series in a long time. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's it's a little too real for me at some points where it, it sort of yeah. verges on that. Uh, what was that really that Tokyo Underworld one? That really trash Jump Plus one. Like, it, oh yeah, it does sometimes <laughs> with like you know kind of like going a little over the top with the gore i i just i have shell shock still from from reading that series but yeah yeah, this one at least has like a competent first chapter (laughs) oh yeah um pretty exciting wow looks like tokyo underworld ended up having 68 chapters that's absolutely insane (laughs) who who's sticking around for it that long that's bewildering (laughs) I guess the leash on the Jump Plus series is not as, uh, you know, not as tight as it is here in, in Shonen Jump, or maybe it's a new. Yeah, ex- I think they have a pretty. Yeah, maybe it's a new as scenario. That's true. I mean, maybe the art. Looking at that last chapter, the art's like still pretty decent looking. Mm-hmm. So it, it maybe people stick around just for like the the realism. Yeah. of the artwork, or for the, the the shock value of it too. Cause that's that's yeah. all that first chapter had going for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, excited for Dear Anemone. This is I don't know, similar to a you know policeman Chojo or whatever. Cool that it exists in the magazine because it's yeah it, it's something different. Like it can be oh, yeah. pretty grinding sometimes when you have to you know you're flipping through and you have to read New Age Exorcist and Mama Yu and Kagurabachi and Jujutsu Kaisen and uh, Shadow Eliminators. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, can we pick just maybe like two of these to, to keep around? Uh, but, you know, this is this is at least a little different than that. Um, 
Next up, we've got, uh, talk about My Hero Academia for a little bit. <clears throat> I don't have a whole, whole lot to say on it because I'm still like just generally uninterested in the series, but it seems like we're maybe, I feel like we've said this a ton of times throughout the past like year and a half, but it seems like it's maybe actually like nearing the end of it. Yeah. It, the thing that happened at the end with like, Deku going back to his memories mm-hmm. of the like tournament arc from the beginning of the series. I I don't really know what like the purpose of that is, yeah. but the the fact that we're kind of like getting all these flashbacks for the mm-hmm. main character rather than all these side characters kind of makes me feel like they're you know coming full circle. I don't really like what's gone on recently where. I mean, they've. This is not super recent because they've talked about it for a long time, and Deku's had like Black Whip and stuff. Yeah. But like him having all of these different powers is kind of unappealing to me. I really hate how he looks with like these claws and like mm-hmm. you know his these like weird markings all over his body and, and the whips always like coming out of his back. I kind of appreciated when his power was just being able to like destroy his body in order to create energy i don't like him just having like every power Mm -hmm. yeah i agree because it it just i don't know it sort of takes away from like what the series was for the first like 350 chapters like there was this kind of him like sacrificing Mm -hmm. himself constantly yeah yeah and now it's just like oh he's a hero who has like all of all of these 47 different powers but then it also he I thought he lost kind of the the super strength part of it in the last chapter, the chapter before maybe, or they were talking about yeah. that, something like that. So like, I think he only has like think Black so. Whip and some of these other kind of lame ones. <laughs> yeah, like the, what made this series cool was the fact that like I'd never see a series where somebody's power was like self injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was well, there was sort of a trade off to like every fight where he couldn't you know couldn't go all out because he'd get too injured and if he didn't beat the villain then you know he's just gonna die there but that doesn't really happen anymore it would also still piss me off too because the like at the end of the fight he'd be like you know i sacrificed my arm <laughs> to like beat this villain and then the next chapter would be like oh but it's all fixed again because yeah he got you know healed by the medic superhero mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't know i'm just Maybe I'm just hoping that this is kind of the end of the series where we are at least finally kind of fighting Shigaraki. And I think every other fight has kind of been decided so far, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think this is the... I also liked in this chapter that we had the... In the first panel, there was a little like box that gave us a summary of the story so far. They, they should have been doing that every chapter because there's yes. so much going on right now. Mm-hmm. That would have been a huge help. Yeah, it is desperately needed. Yeah, need one of those in JJK too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> desperately. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. Hope, hopefully, we, hopefully we're nearing the end of, of My Hero Academia, but, you know, we've said that for, for a while now, so... I suspect he'll just oh, he'll yeah. just string us along for another. We're gonna get a a Naruto style like final boss switch, and get thirty more chapters or something. Oh my god! Please no. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Sakamoto Days. Um, once again, wait, 
brought up talking about it is just because we haven't touched on it in a while so there's not really it's still kind of the same sakamoto days stuff as usual but um you know these most recent ones i really enjoyed the the fights here where like shin can't use his kind of um telepathy thing because it yeah for some reason it's blocked by this bomb i don't understand the mechanics of that i'm sure it was explained at some point but uh <laughs> you know but yeah this was i don't know this these were some kind of fun chapters i like i said there's not a whole lot to say about sakamoto days because it's you know it, it it just does this same thing every single week but uh you know hadn't mentioned it in a while and you know i thought these these most recent chapters were were pretty cool we get this guy's like what club jam's older brother yeah so that's fun yeah yeah the museum's a cool setting Mm -hmm. uh it looks cool in the backdrop of each of the fights i wish they like did a little bit more with it because as usual things still feel pretty empty as if they're just like in a big parking garage yeah they they could have done a thing where like you know because they're in this assassin museum so like put a bunch of like cool weapons in the museum that they're like you know breaking the glass case for to grab some you know i don't know whatever it is like some giant sword thing or so you know what i mean like something like that would be pretty cool i did like how there was some like use of different like signs and stickers that were on the floor in this most recent chapter Mm -hmm. like you can see the guy's footsteps and underneath there's an arrow that's like please line up here yeah Um, and then next page we've got is Kagurabachi. Um, yeah, Kagurabachi, as we mentioned, kind of on, on the rise here. We finally sort of ended this most recent little arc that we've had, and it seems like we're going into maybe like a, either a tournament arc, or it seems like maybe a kind of, um, oh, what was the, uh, what was that arc in Hunter Hunter where they're kind of climbing the tower, like the the York New City thing, oh. something like that, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was sort of the vibe that I got from kind of the ending of those most, most recent chapter, which I would be excited for. I need, we'll say, I was sort of exhausted with the the last arc we got, but I think I'd be interested in mm. something that like it feels like we're getting into the story now, you know, because I still feel like it's just sort of like. Oh, you know, we introduced a character and we're going to like fight for a couple chapters and we're going to like do a lot of this exposition, but like, you know, let's, let's get me into like a, a 20, a 20 chapter tournament art kind of thing. And I could get down with that. Yeah. We were, we were cheated out of a tournament in uh Marshall master awesome. So true. If we get one here. That'll be a nice trade off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus the, uh, the spot for this little tournament or whatever it is looks really cool too yeah at one point i feel like you know having a tournament arc was part of the jump meta Mm -hmm. and it's gone out of fashion in recent years so would be cool to see a new one yeah let's bring it back for this also a lot of cool architecture in uh, kagurobachi that's true too like this this weird cage that's floating above the stage Mm -hmm. in the middle of the arena not even really sure like what kind of architecture or like what culture that's supposed to be for yeah but it looks sick mm-hmm. yeah and i just know like in other chapters too like there will be like temples and stuff that all look kind of cool oh yeah i mean visually this one's been really consistent and i feel like the characters look a bit better with each passing week too mm-hmm. yeah I, 
it is starting to remind me of JJK though, especially that one panel on page twelve where the one character's got like blood streaming down their face and they got that Gojo esque expression. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and I am still a little bit like confused by what all is going on there's just like it seems like there's a lot of characters that have been introduced in the past 20 chapters um so i don't really know exactly like who is who so that's why i'm saying like i'm I'm looking forward to like maybe getting just like a longer arc where we're only dealing with these you know whatever core five six ten characters and we're not just like being introduced to someone every every two chapters and that's kind of the purpose of a tournament arc too, is for you to be like, okay, here's mm-hmm. this character. It's only going to be them for the next like, you know, two or three chapters and you can tell their backstory and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Next up, we've got uh, Akana Banashi. Um, Akana Banashi, we get, she started her performance, I believe in the most, I, I, I always read Akana Banashi yeah. on like Sunday. So I have to like refresh myself every week to what exactly happened. Yeah. So she started doing the performance as they sort of mentioned a few chapters ago using modern day dialect rather than like the Edo period dialect mm-hmm. that they usually associate with Arakago. Yeah. And it seems to be shocking the audience. And then at the end of the chapter, um, Chozo's like it's time for you to learn the other effect of Nin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, yeah. So she's getting uh she's getting superpowers here at the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, we're, we're full Hunter Hunter now. Mm-hmm. I did like a lot of the art in this one, the, the page or the kind of the second to last double page spread is really cool where she's like, you know, mimicking kind of throwing the dice and she has her like, you know, it's basically like her stand has uh, popped out above her and <laughs> yeah. stuff. It looks really cool. Oh, yeah. This is, I mean, as usual, it's pretty peak. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited for what happens next. Yeah, and every every panel with, like, uh, the Tanuki involved looks really cool, too. There's one where he's, like, kind of getting scolded. It looks real, like, solemn and sad. <laughs> I think there were more in the, yeah, in the previous the- chapter, but, yeah. Visually, man, yeah, Akanabanashi, it's right up there on the art. Is, is Akanabanashi the best art now that Cypher Academy is gone? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, when it comes to facial expressions and just, like, you know, setting the mood, it, it's the best. It may not be, like, the most technically proficient, mm-hmm. but it, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, love all the, you know, still, st- still like, hand-drawing all the lines on the clothes, which is awesome. Very, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, very Yotsuba esque um and then final one we're going to talk about today we've got mama yuyu uh yeah dude it seems like you're maybe a little bigger on mama yuyu than i am so how are you you know how are you feeling about the series yeah i mean i think the series has taken a bit of a turn towards the tokyo demon bride story end of things Mm -hmm. um our, our protagonist is basically just like traveling the world with a bunch of weird like demon creatures and you know get, getting uh getting a harem going <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I will say i do love all of the various dragon quest nods that we get in mama yuyu um we got him kind of earlier on when he was sort of building his party um but even now like you know one of the characters are wearing kind of like this 
bunny costume, which is in uh, most of the Dragon Quest games. You can dress up one of the the female party members as a you know in the the uh, the Toriyama classic bunny costume. And then on the last page here, he's holding this card which has the the hero from Dragon Quest three on it. Um, so I, I definitely appreciate all that. I'll get any any kind of Dragon Quest references I can take. Yeah, and I think one thing I do like about this uh, series right now is that it actually uses the setting to its advantage, which you know I think we talked about this with a lot of the series. Uh, a lot of people just aren't doing that mm-hmm. and last last uh i guess two weeks ago we saw them in a haunted house and they were sort of like introducing the next big villain through that and i thought that was a pretty cool way of like you know they, they were in a theme park which allowed them to do like a fun slice of life team building chapter mm-hmm. then they move into the haunted house to like set up the next arc and then in l- last week's chapter within the haunted house they're playing uh sort of like something like the game of life yeah, the, board game mm-hmm. with the main villain while they're battling them and i, I feel like you know they, they could have done each of these chapters with just like sort of in a vacuum like some of these other series might and it would have been really boring mm-hmm. but by just sort of adding this like extra flavor it makes it fun yeah and i do like all of the designs of you know the sort of main cast that we got going on right here Mm -hmm. a lot of good like reaction panels and expressions and stuff too in this series and yeah like like you said you know these could have just been kind of one-off things but it does keep you at least a little bit engaged when they you know you can have kind of the fun chapters that do move the plot a little bit you know which watch like does that pretty well um yeah where like you know which watch does a, a lot of times have just like very episodic stuff but you know they'll they'll sort of feed into each other, so it doesn't feel like a waste of time. Also, I really like the Mama Yu Yu color page from a couple of weeks ago. It is uh, similarly like yeah. very very anime esque. Really, like this could just be the promo image for some sort of like, uh, you know, like goofy like faux horror anime. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see this one sort of finally developing its own personality. Mm-hmm. It had a pretty shaky start, but I've gone from like you know fallen off of it after a few chapters to kind of actually getting excited for new updates mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely it's it's in the you know I, i'm like i said i'm not the biggest fan of it still but it's it's above a good six or seven series in the magazine for me probably yeah which for sure you know that's uh that's a good amount that's a, that's a, a non-axable amount of series <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right so that does it for most of the weekly shonen jump stuff this week next week we've got a cover page for kanbanashi with color page from me and roboko and kagura bachi and then next week also we get the return of uh yeah the best series uh in the magazine ruri ruri dragon so i'm yeah really uh really looking forward to to the return of ruri dragon it's gonna be back i think it's if I recall correctly, it's going to be back for the next four weeks, and then it's moving to a bi-weekly schedule in the digital version of the magazine. Yeah, I mean, it was. I, I think that's what's going on. Yeah. It's kind of going to be on a Jump Plus type schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I guess... Used to, used to pray for times like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and here, another one of my uh, predictions, or another 
prediction coming true. Yeah. Uh, getting getting the return of Rue Dragon hasn't had a chapter since I think July of 2022. Um, Jeez. So yeah, yeah, been been about a year and a half. Really, uh, really excited about this one though. Um, yeah, I can still remember where I was reading the last chapter of Rue Dragon. <laughs> I was. I was waiting on my order at Jersey Mike's nice. and not realizing that that would be the last time I'd ever be reading a new Ruby Dragon chapter. Mm-hmm. So, yep. well, I, I, not anymore, but at that time, yeah. it kind of felt that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So looking forward to that, I'll probably actually, I was going to say, I'll probably, probably reread the series this week because it's only, uh, only six chapters. So <laughs> I can yeah. get myself refreshed pretty quickly. <laughs> Re- relive the intense uh starbucks arc yes that, mm-hmm. yep <laughs> that happened yeah well and if you remember the the most the final chapter kind of ended on a cliffhanger she had just sort of like yep. developed a new power so yeah i'm excited for this you know obviously i would like Rue dragon to be weekly but bi-weekly not bad especially for a series like this too that like there's not a whole lot going on it you know, it'll be kind of nice to just like, oh, we got a new one of these, and that's going to be fun for five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, for sure. I mean, any Ruby Dragon is better than none at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. For the uh, for the Talk About podcast, could there be a weekly Shonen Jump news update that is uh, that's bigger than a Ruby Dragon return? Maybe a Witch Watch anime would be cooler. That that would be about it, but I almost feel like that's inevitable. This this felt like uh, kind of a pipe dream. Yeah. At this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a I was gonna say maybe a new series by someone, but we've kind of got everyone that we would yeah want in Rumiko here. Takahashi like <laughs> making the making the transition to Shonen Jump. Yeah, that could be cool. Maybe personally, if uh, the the Haikyuu artist had a new series, that would be a bigger deal than Rui Dragons Return. That would be huge. The, yeah, that'd be cool. But a new baseball series would be that would that okay. would do it for me. Yeah, b- baseball series by the Haikyuu artist would be <laughs> would that would be the thing to 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 put me over the edge of the uh, of the Rui Dragon announcement yeah that that would that would shake the industry Mm -hmm. yeah i wonder if we we will pretty soon get like the rue dragon english volume announcement because we we just haven't had it over here (laughs) it's been out in japan for like a year true (laughs) i guess they're waiting to see if it's even worth like printing one volume Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah i guess that's true they they do kind of wait a little bit for the series to sort of like get established i assume because they don't want to print something that's going to get axed but like i feel like if Rui dragon yeah. was going to get axed like it it's kind of not getting axed now right like you can't you can't yeah. bring it back push it to another magazine like set up this schedule and then be like uh actually you know it's just not that good <laughs> you know we're, we're always putting things in nba or mlb terms and Rui dragon is kind of like the zion williamson of shonen jump mm-hmm. had the like in, insane uh you know the, the the insane potential like shows flashes of brilliance in its rookie year, but is literally just like spending the majority of its career on the sidelines. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible win on the court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um. All right, Jude. Well, I don't really have any manga recommendation stuff this week. I honestly, I was doing uh, doing some non manga reading and playing a lot of video games this week, so I don't. Uh, 
you know, I, I did my best to even keep up with what we what we normally read in the magazine here. But uh, before we head out, uh, do you have any kind of bonus recommendations, anything like that? Yeah, well, I, I was like kind of in the same boat as you. Like, mm-hmm. um, I've had a lot of midterm projects for Ooh. my like grad program right now. Mm-hmm. So, like you, I've been like even just like hustling to get our regular reading done. Yep. But I did really have a chance to listen to a lot of music on Friday Mm -hmm. and out of the new albums that came out this week I'm really into the new uh, Evan Nora Unlimited LP titled Perfect Answer really cool cover art that almost makes you think it's gonna be like a doom metal project Mm -hmm. or you know some sort of like like stoner metal record but that's like a crazy industrial post-punk album with production credits from death grips andy morin and evis tumor oh interesting Uh, sound sounds really sick um kind of occasionally has some like new order depeche mode type vibes Mm -hmm. coded in like screeching noise and weird overdubbed vocal harmonies um it's a very difficult listen at first and sounds like noise at first but once you like actually get used to the production uh some some quality like post-punk revival songs on there Mm -hmm. there's one in particular the closing song that reminded me of something you'd hear in the soundtrack like mvp baseball (laughs) oh five yeah there was i don't remember what song it was i listened to one of them because yeah you sent it to me on friday and i i couldn't find the whole album on spotify but i listened to like one of the singles and i thought it was i thought it was pretty cool yeah it was um i think it didn't go up on spotify on the first day because it looks some sort of yeah Mm. lately i've been seeing a lot of albums that like i think it's whatever like distro kid or whatever you know publisher people use like get stuff on there Mm -hmm. I've noticed a lot of things going up recently where it'll be like on Apple Music but not Spotify or like it will go up delayed. Things have been weird lately. Oh, interesting. It's on Apple Music and Bandcamp mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, well, I know that uh, bands a lot of times, like uh, a lot of the emo bands, they would put out an album and they would put it just on Bandcamp for the first week and then put it on Spotify, yeah. which actually pretty good strategy because I definitely bought like the the final modern baseball album and the final uh hotelier album because of that because i was like well i've been waiting for these specific records for like six months so yeah i'll pay my ten dollars (laughs) now so maybe yeah maybe that's the strategy once again it takes me back to when like the life of pablo dropped on title exclusively and everybody oh was gosh. like scrambling to figure out how they were going to listen to it without actually subscribing to title yep exactly yeah i remember i remember i listened to it because uh someone from the from the northerner just sent me the the google the google drive link to it <laughs> yep <laughs> safe yeah and when he uh when he like redid all the uh because like he kept updating it on spotify and stuff and i remember like not liking those versions at all because i had listened to the other one so much same i was i was always like listening to that album 
late at night while I grinded Xenoblade Chronicles X <laughs> on the Wii U. So, you know, anytime I hear like famous out in public, mm-hmm. I instantly just like start thinking about Xenoblade. <laughs> start thinking about giant like mechs that, you know, represent yep. like Shintoism <laughs> or something. Yeah. Amazing game. I can't I can't talk about that one enough. I've not played either of those. Xenoblade Chronicles is forever on my I have one of those like Nintendo Switch game vouchers and about yep. weekly I'm like, <laughs> do I just burn it on Xenoblade Chronicles Deluxe? Wait wait and see if they ever re release Xenoblade X, because that's the one you need to play. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that one does look cool. I'm shocked they haven't brought that over yet. It seems pretty obvious too. Yeah, it's 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 an incredible game. Uh, well, my recommendation before we head out is going to be uh, the game Attack of the Friday Monsters. It's a game developed by Millennium Kitchen, uh, published by Level Five. That one looks so good. But yeah, it's it's really cool. It's it's apparently pretty short. It's like a three hour game. I'm maybe an hour hour and a half into it, but it's really fun. It's it's uh yeah well you know it's by the makers of that recent Crayon Shinchan game and the, like the Boku no Natsu Asami ones um so mm. it's it's in that vein a little bit where it like you know it gives you this very like Yasujiro Ozu-esque uh like shot setup and the character just kind of moves around that screen camera never like yeah. moves until you are <laughs> off the page basically um but yeah it's cool it's just like you know you walk around you talk to people they tell you you know okay let's go check this thing out over here you walk over there and talk to him again there's i don't even know if there's like background music or if it's just like the chirping of like the cicadas and stuff <laughs> but yeah it's 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 really awesome it's you know one of the the better kind of atmospheres i've seen in a in a video game it, it takes a lot of the things i liked about like that crayon shinchan game and just like I don't know. It removes a lot of the like sort of annoying silliness you get from Shinchan, uh, but it's it's cool. It's it also feels a little bit like uh, you know a little bit of like a Totoro Studio Ghibli kind of thing of just like mm-hmm. hanging out in the countryside. <laughs> that sounds sick. I've I've always been curious about that game. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very cool. It's yeah, it's one that it's on the 3DS. I think it's the only place it's on, but they could definitely port it to to modern consoles. The bottom screen is just uh like a map. So I mean, you know, mm. you just you just map that yeah. button to like whatever, the minus symbol or something and you're good to go. <laughs> so yeah, would really like yeah. to see the return of that. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that will do it for us this week. Uh, later on this week, we'll have the next kind of Pokemon Adventures episode, which I, you know, I forgot to uh, publish the previous Pokemon Adventures episode <laughs> that we recorded last week. So you'll get to see this week, you'll get uh, episode one and two of that uh, series. <laughs> so yeah, be on the, the lookout for those. And uh, yeah, we'll be reading the kind of Ruby and Sapphire volumes for that so yeah as usual thanks for listening hit us with the rating review wherever you can do that and we will uh see when we see you